Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, everybody. God bless you. This is Pastor Omar Zachary, and you are tuned in to Praise Tabernacles Tuesday Night Bible Study. We greet you in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much. Go ahead on and let somebody know that we're on. We're live tonight. The only thing they got to do is just give them the number to call. Uh, got a great Bible study tonight. It's continuation on uh, Sister Ruth and dealing with Ruth, Naomi, and Boaz. Uh, this series has been more or less uh, trying to encourage both men and women, uh, as we often hear in church, women looking for their Boaz, but I've been trying to challenge our sisters. There's nothing wrong with you looking for a Boaz, but are you a Ruth? So this has been kind of our uh, theme over these last couple of months dealing with this. We're Tonight we're going to the third chapter of the book of Ruth, um, Thank God for those that I know that's on the panel, uh, Minister and Sister Tobert. Um, I don't know if my wife has called in or not yet, or the Bugs family. Uh, but we're going to say a word of prayer, and we're going to go on in and get started. There's not many verses tonight. I'm hoping to, uh, would love to try to get through to verse 18. That way, next month, I can try to finish in chapter 4, Ruth only has four chapters, um, so this has been real good, even as uh, I've been reading and studying it and uh, investigating, investigating the scriptures, the text, and the meaning behind, uh, you know, the text, so that's, that's real good. I want to thank everyone um, that's been supporting on Sunday mornings uh, at our new location. We've had such a Great time these first two Sundays. Pretty much has had, have had a, a pretty much a packed house. Um, uh, the, we asked the school system to put out 60 chairs, and uh, we pretty much, even though we have some that's sitting over in the cafeteria area in the lunchroom on the lunchroom tables, we thank God that we've had, you know, at least oh, a close to 60, if not a little bit more. So we're, we're grateful. Shout out to all the men that have been showing up early and assisting with uh, setting up and our sisters that's been helping out uh, as well. Uh, this Sunday we was able to add another future uh, with our uh, the projector screen. Uh, shout out to the Bugs family, uh, brother and sister Bugs, uh, or Deacon Let Bugs and his wife getting all that together and uh, navigating through that. Uh, so it brought a whole nother uh, dynamic to what we're trying to do as we move to, uh, you know, another level, um, excellency, uh, as far as where we are. We want to make foolproof of our ministry, and uh, we just thank God for the growth that he's sending. Also, Sister, uh, I didn't announce this Sunday. Uh, we was missing Sister Tober Sunday. I guess they had a girls, girls day out. He sent, sent uh, Minister Tobert to church with the boys, so it, it was him and his boys holding it down Sunday. But uh, Sister Tobert has accepted uh, the position of secretary for our church. Uh, we made that official uh, a couple of days ago through the Secretary of State, so our new secretary is now Sister uh, Charmaine Tobert, and we're grateful uh, for her. Notice she's going to do a 
a great job. Um, these are some of our younger people that has been in the church pretty much. Tobers have pretty much been there from day one. All their children were uh, pretty much born in the church. So we just thank God that your gift makes room for you, you know, and we, we appreciate their dedication uh, to our ministry. Appreciate them being on our ministry team. Um, so tonight, let's go. Let's deal with Ruth. Hope hope to make somebody mad and challenge somebody, uh, especially my sisters. Yeah, y'all know ain't we ain't scared of nobody. Well, definitely want to challenge um, you to be a Ruth, even if you're already married and you got your Boaz. Don't don't stop there. Don't don't stop there. Uh, still, the challenge is: Can you remain? Can you strive to be a Ruth? So, Father, in Jesus' name, as we come down to teach. Your word, as you send your anointing, that makes teaching easy. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. Let no flesh get any glory through this Bible study. Touch the panel. God, give them insight on what, what is needed, anything that we may miss. Uh, give it to them, God, that we work together as a team for the edification of the body. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Let's go to Ruth, the third chapter. Uh, Ruth, the third chapter, there's a lot uh, we're going to deal with here. We're going to see uh, an ancient, pretty much um, a traditional uh, proposal. Is Through my studies, I came across an actual proposal where uh, the woman actually did a proposal uh, to the man, we know that's not tradition in our in our culture anyway. Uh, you you'll be considered, you know, a little desperate if you know in our culture for a woman to uh, propose to a man. Um, but we're going to see here where something like that, something close to it, uh, happened regarding Ruth and um, Boaz. So let's get into it and let's try to. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get through all this, all this tonight. Uh, but if not, we'll just pick up next month. Lord says the same. Then Naomi, <laughs> excuse me. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, "My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee?" She's uh, Naomi starting here, this third chapter, um, asking Ruth some questions. And and really uh, encouraging Ruth on this next move on, on what's about to take place. Because at this point, uh, Naomi has found out um, from the previous chapter that who Ruth was working for was Boaz, which was a kinsman, uh, you know, next of kin or kinsman. And traditionally, uh, if the father or the husband or whomever uh, passed away. Then in the tradition, in uh, Hebrew tradition, then it was up to that next of kin uh, to raise up seed and different things like that, so that that family, um, that you know, that family lineage would continue. So we know, y'all know the story. Uh, Elimelech, uh, which was Naomi's husband, he's died, and uh, both of the daughter-in-law, Naomi and uh, I mean Ruth and Orpah. I think that was the other one's name. Both of their husbands died, and uh, Naomi said, well, Ruth, you can go on back to your people, which was the Moab, Moabites, uh, pagan folk, 
And uh, Naomi said, I'm going back home. I'm going back to my people. And Ruth says, well, I'm going with you, you know, where you sleep. In other words, paraphrasing, where you sleep, I'm going to sleep. Where you eat, I'm going to eat. Where you lodge, I'm going to lodge. And then she made an important, she made an, an important confession, said, Who, whoever your God is, that's going to be my God. So, you know, at one point we, we even talked about the type of lifestyle that Naomi had to be living in order for Ruth to say, not only am I going with you, but I'm going to commit to your religion. I'm going to commit to your way of living, your way of worship. Okay, and and it's so important for us nowadays to understand uh, people are watching us. People are watching us, and and especially it's one thing to win folks that don't know you, but it's a whole other thing when you can win your kinfolk. Okay, let me say that again. It's one thing to win people that really don't know you, folks that didn't grow up with you, they just found out about you, just met you at work, you know, in school or something like that, and it's still a great thing. You know, angels in heaven rejoice over one soul, but it is something else when people that know you, folks that done been around you, know your character, know how you was uh, before, or 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 have spent some some precious time around you, and and know you for for, for who you are, and for that for that group of people to as family or close friends like that, to to want to um, you know come to church with you, let's bring it home, come to church with you, and. And then convicted of, of of the God that you serve, you know, uh, convicted of of your faith in Jesus Christ to the point where they want to confess and 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 accept the Lord Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. You know, that's a great testimony. And I've I've said this especially here lately, even at our church. I, you know, of course, my wife and children have been there uh, from day one, but now I got I got and and for you know my uh, baby sister Shan. You know, has has been a a member for 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 quite a few years and stuff, but now my my baby baby sister and my baby brother, you know, have have become members um, of the church and active members. So, you know, I I, I take joy in knowing you know that uh, just from the lifestyle and the testimony and uh, that me and my wife have, and that others you know can see that even in our family. So. Ruth right here uh, is being set up pretty much by Naomi. Uh, let me read verse 1 again, then I go into 2. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? And now, not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou wast? Behold, he winnoweth barley tonight in the threshing floor. In other words, she she she's setting Ruth up, and uh, I, I want y'all to really understand, especially if, if there are any older women. Uh, we know the scripture does says that the older women should teach the younger women how to marry, uh, how to be chase keepers at home, you know, how to love their husbands, and different things like that. And we can see this model right here in Naomi, in coaching, and we're going to see her coaching and teaching. Uh, Ruth, you know, really how to get the attention, you know, really how to, to further get the, to the next level to get, you know, she's already got Boaz's attention, but now Naomi is, is coaching her, mentoring, watch this, mentoring her, okay, and that that's part of our problem now, especially in, in the black culture, we got too many grandmas that, that, you know, they at the club too. 
Hey, grandma, you know, back when I was coming up, grandma, you know, when you said somebody's grandma, it was an older seasoned woman that, you know, you knew they had respect. They went, grandma, especially in the church, grandma was considered a mother, you know, on, on what we called back then the mother's boy. Uh, you know, and, and these mothers could would teach, you, teach the younger how to cook, okay, how to do hair, uh, how, to, how to dress. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, the young girls would come to church all kind of ways and, and whatever. But then it was the mothers that would take these young ladies to the side and say, no, baby, that, that skirt is, is too short. Okay, the deacons can't even pray. The deacons can't even count the offering. And it's got to be something that the deacons can't count the offering because, they, you know, you got, you, you're showing too much. Okay, and that's what, in a lot of cases, that's what we're missing now. But we, we see here how, how important it was. Naomi is trying to... Uh, she's mentoring uh, Ruth on how to get to the next level with Boaz. So she said, Behold, he went with barley tonight in the threshing floor. And this winter with was, was a type of uh, way of them, uh, they was like, if there was a breeze or something out in, in, in the air, they would throw, okay, throw the, the barley, uh, uh, um, the grain, throw it up in the air, and then the wind will, will separate the chaff um, or that part that wasn't needed from the other part. So it was like a separation. So winter with was like a, a separation. Then we also, we understand in the New Testament, uh, when John, I believe it was John, when he talked about Jesus, he's going to baptize you with water and with fire. You keep reading in there, it talks about the chaff and how the fire is going to burn up a certain portion. And he's going to take the wheat and gather it, but then that shaft, that unfruitful part, that, that part that's not necessary, uh, that part that's not right, that part that's not righteous, he's going to burn it up. Okay? And, and I know everybody talking about heaven, you know, I don't care how they die, I don't care how they live, everybody got wings, you know. Uh, Lord help us. People have died all kind of ways. I mean, just committed a murder, just robbed some. I mean, have a pattern of unfruitful works. Have a pattern of unfruitful works, but let them die. Let them die. You would have thought they, they, they was the super saint by the time everybody else get through talking about it. Like, like, is that the same person? And it's a shame that the dead person probably, if they could get up and say, who they talking about? Who funeral they at? A dead person can't even believe that, that, that you talk, that y'all talking about him or talking about her that way. They, they get up and say, no, Whose funeral? Whose funeral is y'all at? I thought y'all was at my funeral. This don't sound like nothing. This don't sound like me at all. Y'all talking about I, I accepted the Lord in my life and I was li- I ain't even go to church. I did not love the Lord. I didn't. I, I don't even know who Jesus is. If the dead could talk, you know. But we just have a way of putting everybody in. All right. So uh, there's going to be a separation. All right. There's a separation, and here it's just symbolic of what's going to take place in the future. So listen to what Naomi, listen to what she tells Ruth. Watch this. She says, wash thyself, uh, yeah, wash thyself therefore, and anoint thee, and put thy raiment upon thee. Get yourself looking good, okay? Get yourself right. Get yourself smelling good. Take a shower, okay? might have been a Saturday night, split, splash out, all right. But uh, wash yourself, okay? Wash yourself. Uh, uh, put on some nice clothes. All right? Listen to, listen to what she's saying. And get thee down to the floor, 
but make not thyself known unto the man. Now, now listen to how she's mentoring her and coaching her, okay? Not coaching her to be a hoe. Lord help her, did I just say that? Just in case somebody didn't think I said it, let me say it again. Not coaching and mentoring her to be a hoe, okay? But even how to be righteous and, and how to be a woman that's going after a man, okay? How to be righteous and, and to be holy, all right, and respectful and moderation or moderate. God knows we're we, we not doing that these days, okay? But we see when Naomi is teaching and coaching. Remember, remember, Ruth was not of this culture, okay? Ruth grew up pagan. So she was doing, ain't no telling all kind of things at one time. But now that she's, in other words, now that she's over on the Lord's side, there's someone there to mentor her in the ways of God. Lord, help us tonight. Okay? So watch yourself. Anoint thee. Okay? And put thy raiment upon thee. Verse 3. And get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto the man until he shall have done eating and drinking. And that, that, that's part of the problem. A lot of times with, with, uh, with women, you want to be loud. You, and I think Sister Tober talked about this a couple, it might have been the last uh, time we talked about this. But you want to be loud. You want to be seen. That's totally contrary to what Naomi, which goes back to, are you a Ruth? Are you loud? Do you, I mean, you know, good Lord, just loud for no reason. You just want to show yourself. This is what she tells her. Then said, but make not thyself known unto the man. Talking about uh, Boaz. Until he shall have done eating and drinking. So she's mentoring, coaching her on how to get a man. How to secure, in what they would say in, in today's term, how to secure that bag. Lord, help us tonight. How to secure that bag. This is really, this kind of what we're trying to secure. Security, remember, men should bring safety, security, provision, and protection. All right? And it shall be, verse 4, when he lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie. Watch him. Watch him, girl. Watch him. Okay? And thou shalt go in and uncover his feet. This is important. And lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. Listen to this again. Let me read it again. And it shall be, when he lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie, and thou shalt go in and uncover his feet. I was just messing with my wife a few moments, a few minutes before service started, and I was telling her there, I said, oh, you, you got to be at my feet. You in my face. I need you at my feet, mother. And I was, I was messing with her. She wouldn't get out my face. I said, I need you. I said, you better make sure you tune in the Bible study. I said, you got to be at my feet, beloved. You, you in my face now. You're trying to kiss me and all that, but uh, you need to be at my feet. And she wouldn't get at my feet. Bless her heart. Y'all pray for her. Pray for her. She wouldn't get at my feet. She stayed in my face. All right? So watch him till he lie down. Then uncover his feet and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. Anybody on the panel, I know it's just the first four verses, Anybody on the panel got anything they want to say up to this point? If not, I, I can definitely go on. Uh, Pastor, um, I'm going to step in real quick. Uh, definitely, go ahead, a good, definitely a good lesson. 
um, you know, so far in the course, like right now, one of the main things I want to point out is, you know, like uh, kind of where Naomi is coming from right now and the advice that she's given to Ruth, you know, and, and, and she's coming from, in my opinion, a, a place of, you know, experience to know uh, what you need to do to get a man and this is what you got to do and, hey, this is going to happen. Set up the play like this in a sense how we put it in the R terms or whatever, like this is what you need to do. Be prepared, and it's, it's going to be like this, you know. And those are the things that, you know, you, you got to have, you know, someone around that can be able to even remind you and, and, and teach you the things to do um, in order to, you know, keep that thing going and stuff like that, or established in this case, you know. So um, definitely at this point I feel like Naomi is, is playing a key part in this and, grooming um, Ruth onto what she needs to do. And then, you know, of course, I have more to say. I don't want to get ahead of the lesson on where where it's going to go, but definitely um, it's, it's just good to have someone that you're, uh, you know, and, of course, that can tell you, hey, what you, what you need to be doing and that's giving you sound advice. You know, she's not giving us something that's, that's crazy, that's just like, oh, no, I shouldn't be doing that. You know, that don't even make sense to nobody. You know, it's it's like, okay, all right, I'm I'm, I'm going to listen to you. And then, you know, you end up listening and you get the results. You know, that could be the problem with, you know, some people. And, uh, and I, you know, could say that there are people that are around that may want to be married and stuff like that. You ever spoke to somebody and, you know, they ain't never been married, but I'm trying to tell you the different things that you have to do and the sacrifices that have to be made, how you got to – you know, you can't always be right all the time, but you got some folks that, you know, just don't want to listen, but you ain't been there. You ain't been married. So it's great to at least, you know, try to listen. That's why, you know, folks listening, man, if if you're trying to get there, you're trying to get married, you got to, you know, get you, get you around some good married couple folks that have been there and, and under God and, you know, get you some good advice. That's all I want to say. I have more later, but, you know, good job so far, Pastor. Great, great, great comment. Great comment, Tober. That's right. You you got to have you got to have some people that um and, and anyone that's that's married, of course, to Tober's family and, and myself, uh, me and my wife and uh others that have been married for any length of time can tell you it ain't gonna always be sunshine. Okay, and you and you got to have people that if you if you need to talk to somebody Someone that's going to encourage you to, hey, just because it's rocking now, that don't mean you, you rock the cradle on out. That don't mean you throw in the towel. You know, it's like that now, but that don't mean it's going to be that be this way always. So it's good to have good counsel, a good godly counsel. Let me let me let me uh, clarify. It's good to have good godly uh, counsel. People that are older, you know, mothers or and fathers that that if you need to talk to somebody. Uh, that you can look at them and tell they've been through it, and they're yet hanging in there. But you don't need nobody that's going to be telling you, girl, I, I, he wouldn't do that to me. He, shoot, he, I wouldn't sit up in there and take that. I, I wouldn't cook that nigga nothing. I, and he working all day and doing all or whatever, whatever the situation is, or, you know, she working, she doing that. And then somebody tell you, man, I wouldn't let her do this, that, and the other, and here she is, help, you know, helping uh, uh, build the house and, 
taking care of your children and did well, man, I would I wouldn't put up with it. If I were you, you gotta watch folks. You got to watch if I were you. Okay. If I were you, that's the first name and two middle names, last name. If I was you. If I was you. Okay. That's why I was you. That's why if I was you it's by himself. That's why if I was you it's by herself. Cause it's always if I was you. Okay, and they're gonna stay by themselves until they till they recognize you is what the problem is. Okay, you is what the problem is. So as Minister Tober said it in verse five, it, it, it confirms what Minister Tober just said. Verse five, well, I'm sorry. Anybody else on the panel? Anyone else have anything up to this point? So I do want to make a, a comment really, really quick. So when I was uh, reading the lesson today at work, the the part so far um, that really, really stood out to me was about why it was important for Ruth to lay down at Boaz's feet. So I'm like, okay, uh-huh. you know, I wanted to look a little bit deeper to see um, what the significance was. So as I was reading it, it talked about Naomi telling Ruth to lay down at his feet because she wanted her to come in a humble and submissive submissive way. So we already come know on. that he was already feeling her because he had already seen her, you know, sweat and grind in the field, working yes. hard, you know, doing everything that she needed to do. So now it's like, okay, so he already has his eye on you, but I want you to, you know, do this, take it a step further. Like, really go uh-huh. in and show him, like, hey, you know, what's up? Like, I can be that woman for real, for real that you're looking for. So <laughs> when I went a little bit deeper and we started, I mean, and I started thinking about submission and, and what it means for a lot of married couples in particular, that word right there just trip us up for some weird reason. Because yeah. when a lot of women think about submission, they think, well, uh, I'm not a child, so why do I have to do what my husband say or just everything that's negative. A lot of times when we speak about submission, I never really hear uh, a lot of people pull the positive out of what submission means and how it goes both ways. Obviously, the man is the head, but the same way that I don't uh the same way that I respect my husband or 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 value his opinion and uh trust in his decision as a leader that doesn't mean that as his wife I have to always just sit there and shut up or raise my hand when I want to speak to him so I would in marriage especially for the women we would stop putting a negative connotation on what submission means um wow and lastly uh it, it speaks about uh, not invalidating your husband. And I remember mm. years ago, um, and if First Lady is listening, correct me if I'm wrong, I remember years ago she had told me that one thing that she will never do is embarrass her husband in front of other people. She was like, me and Omar could not be talking in the car on the way to church. But when I get into mm-hmm. that church building, she was like, that is my husband, that is my leader. And nobody will know that we may have not we may have had a disagreement. She said, I will never invalidate him in front of people. I will never talk down against him in front of people because at the end of the day that is my husband. So, you know, right. as you just said about speaking um to to people that are, are seasoned, because you guys aren't old, but y'all have wisdom and knowledge and y'all have a, a twenty plus year relationship in marriage. So it is important to listen to positive um, influences around you to get those little gems about how your marriage can be successful. But 
I will always remember that she said that she will never invalidate you in front of nobody because you her man. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Sister Tobert. And yeah, my wife and I, God knows, you know, been together probably over 25 years. I think it's around that time married um, 22 years. And God knows we've had we've had some knockdown drag outs, you know, knockdown drag out arguments. You know, we we ain't never fight. I'm not a, you know, if we did fight, it was one sided. Cause I'm I'm not much of a fighter. You know, I hold her down and you know whatever. I ain't going to go into much of that. That was back when she was young. Y'all remember, me and her got together. She was like 16, 15, 16, and we got married when she was 18. So she has matured and matriculated, hallelujah, uh, since then. But um, that, that and Sister Tobe, you brought up about the, the feet. And I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to get because that. Uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, but that was a great point, both of y'all. Anybody else? Anyone else on the panel before I move on? Okay. All right. Uh, verse 5, and she said unto her, all that thou sayest unto me, I will do. So that's back to the point where uh, Minister Tober was saying, you know, about Ruth listening and, and obeying. So we see here where Ruth said, Naomi, everything you told me, everything you tell me from the uncovering of the feet to everything you're telling me to do, I'm going to do. Remember, Ruth, this was not Ruth's tradition, okay? This is not Ruth's Ruth was brought up pagan and, and, and was a Moabite, okay? But Naomi, you know, a Hebrew, and she's schooling her on the men, on Hebrew men. Lord, help us tonight. She's giving her the inside. She's giving her the inside scoop on, on how to pick up, on how to, uh, as we stated earlier, just just you know, as a you know, our term of talking, how to how to grab that bag. So that's that's where the world how how to you know seal seal that bag. So she said, "I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna do everything you tell me to do." Look at verse six. And she went down onto the floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law bade her. And when Boaz had eaten and drunk, and his heart was merry, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of corn, and she came softly. My sister, Kate, I know I just talked to y'all about sometimes just being loud, and can you be, can you be soft? Okay, you ain't got to be hard, right? Especially if you already, if you're looking for a man. Take it from a real man. I'm quite sure Minister Tober can second second what I'm saying. We don't need no hard woman. Okay, we, we we ain't looking for we. I mean, and our wives, you know, you know, Tober's been together since they were teenagers. Sister Tober might have been a preteen. I don't know. Amen. She might come in later on. She, she'll get me later on. She'll get me later on. Amen. I, I just know they've been together since they were young. Okay, but we we don't. And, and she, so I know Sister Tober grew up on the rough side of Georgia, Scottdale area. But when it came to her man, when it come to, and my wife, okay, a Marietta baby, all right, full of uncles and, I mean, ten uncles and all, for the most part, male boy cousins, athletes, basketball players, and you know, but when it come down to us, I need you to be soft. And my wife's daddy, he could, he he's a jack of all trade and like some would say, master of none. No, he's a master at stuff building and, Take motors out, and, and most of y'all have heard my wife's testimony. 
She used to ride horses and chase dogs and shoot guns and and ride four-wheelers and jet skis and broke her arm uh, thinking she was in the the triple X games uh, in her in her house. Her daddy, you know, they had a whole little four-wheeler, had a whole little dirt bike area, okay, horses and, and cattle and all this stuff. But when it came down to me, I don't need you wearing boots. Okay, I don't need you chewing tobacco and spitting. I need you to be soft. Hey, I'm hard enough for both of us. That you know, I I play the hard role. I, can you be soft? That's with two T's at the end. Okay, and God know we living in a day now. We got to do is watch watch folks. You know, watch, watch what they post. We, we don't have enough soft women, and that's probably part of the reason why why a lot of them can't get can't get married and can't find the Boaz. Okay, cause you 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 too much like Boaz, and Boaz don't need another Boaz. Could you imagine if Boaz had woke up and there was another man at his feet? Oh Lord, I'm about to get in trouble. Lord Jesus here. Okay, no 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 real man. I don't need no other man at my feet, laying at my toes. For what? It better not be no outside of my three sons in this house. And I got to be careful with them. Zach, you know, Zach, hey, you might fall asleep. Partner, you got to get up. You got to go go to your room. Macho, I let him lay a little longer. But eventually, you got to go. Ice pick, he's a baby. But eventually, I had to get a lock. I told y'all Sunday, you got to go too. No need no too many men, you know, laying at my toes. Now, my wife and my, my daughter's okay. All right? So look here. She came soft. Okay, she went rugged, she went harsh, and she uncovered his feet. Remember, this is the advice she got from Naomi, and laid her down. And it came to pass at midnight that the man was afraid. Boaz was like, well, wait a minute, what is going on? Okay, Boaz was afraid and turned himself, and behold, a woman lay at his feet. Boaz was like, wait, hey. Now, y'all, y'all got to understand, Boaz was an older man, okay? Boaz wasn't, wasn't no little, no, you, know, you know, no little rookie. He was an older guy, and, but, but uh, Ruth was a young lady, okay? And we're going to see how this thing happened, how it really struck uh, Boaz. Look at it. So he turned himself, and behold, a woman lay at his feet. And he said, who art thou? Listen to that old Bo. Listen to that Bo. Who art thou? And she answered, I am Ruth, thine handmaid. Did, Lord, listen to this, listen, listen to this. Spread therefore thy skirt over thy handmaid, for thou art a near kinsman. This is not this woman, this young, this young lady is talking to this older man. And I told y'all in, uh, early about this was a form of, and Sister Tobit went into it, this was a form of, of courtship a form of engagement, an engagement on the way to marriage, engagement. Say, uh, spread therefore thy skirt over thy handmaid. In other words, can you cover me, big daddy? See, a real woman want a man, you know, she, she want a man that can cover her. She worried about, oh, I can, I can do it all by, I'm a, I'm a 2023 chick. I'm a, you're going to be 2023 by yourself. You'll be by yourself. A real woman, I'm definitely talking to the church women. 
She want a man that can cover her. Hey, pull, Big Daddy, uh, uh, spread therefore thy skirt over me. Cover me. It's chilly outside. It, it, cover me. Can, can you cover me, Daddy? See, some of you women don't even know how to talk to a man like that, to make him feel, make him feel like, like you need him, like you can't do it without him. Even though he knows you, you, you can survive, but he want to he feel like you can't do it. He want to hear you talk like you need him. Lord, Lord help up tonight. See, they won't, won't nobody invite me to a women's conference. I'm going to take you right here. I'm going to take you right here. Can you be a room? This is how she, cover me. In other words, I'm submitting. That's back to Sister Tober. I'm submitting to you. I'm under your care. I'm under your charge. I, this is another way of her saying, I need you to protect me. I need your protection. I need your provision. I need your safety. I need your security. Uncover uh, cover me with your skirt. And it all started by her uncovering his feet. So here's a, a tradition back then of, of a type of, like we do now, man say, will you marry me? Okay? And when a man say that, he said, not only am I giving you my name, okay, but marriage is saying, when that man says that to the wife, not only am I giving you my name, which is going to, which is going to re-identify who you are now, but I'm going to give you my life. I give my life for you. Okay? Not somebody busting the house or somebody shooting, I'm push you out there. No, no, no. I give my life for you. Not only am I give you my name, but I'm give you my life. Okay? And he said, Who art thou? Who art thou? And she answered, verse nine, I am Ruth thine handmaid. Spread therefore thy skirt over thine handmaid. Listen to that Ruth talk. For thou art a near kinsman or a redeemer. Okay? And this is symbolic to what Jesus did for us. Because y'all, y'all do understand uh, uh, Ruth and, 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 and uh, uh, Boaz, uh, that's what Jesus came. That's the lineage Jesus came from, David and on down. Okay? So this, a lot of this is just symbolic to what Christ did in covering us. Oh, Lord. Covering us. Us, like, like Ruth was, was pagan and Moabite, was not a Hebrew, did not have uh, what they would say rightful uh, possession of God. And here we were, Gentiles, alienated. But Jesus, through Jesus, through the bloodline, him covering us. Oh, bless his name. I feel like running. Amen. Through him covering us, got us back in protecting us, providing for us, bringing us safety and securing us eternally, not just on this side, but eternally. You want to talk about eternal security? You keep your faith in Jesus Christ. You do what he tells you to do. Then, yeah. Can't nobody pluck you out. Okay, that's your eternal security. If you want, you know what I'm saying? That don't mean you can do what you want to do. Now, that ain't what it means. But you have been eternally secured. You come to Christ and you stay in Christ. Okay? Not that wishy-washy, in and out. Think you can just do what you want. That ain't how it works. So she said, you're my near kinsman, verse 10. And he said, listen at this man talk, blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, which, which goes back to what I said a moment ago, her being younger. 
okay? For thou hast showed more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning. Inasmuch as thou followest not young men, listen at both, whether poor or rich, you ain't out trying to, uh, uh, you ain't a gold digger. That's the new thing. That's a new thing I, I've seen on, I think, I don't do TikTok, but on YouTube, there are guys that, um, you know, they'll be sitting out by the street or at a gas station looking poor or whatever and try to rap. You know, that old folks say, that's the 70s, 60s, 70s, I got to rap. Let me rap to you. And then they see these girls with pretty much no clothes on or whatever, and they try to rap to them. And the girls just keep on going. And then what the guy do, he got that fancy car sitting right there, you know, so he go gets in his car, crank the car up. And the next thing you know, the girl comes running back. Hey, this your car? Oh, yeah, this my car. What's up? Oh, I didn't know this was your car. Yeah, but you didn't want to talk to me. You didn't want to say nothing to me when I was just trying to, you know, take you to dinner. Oh, did that not? Then he he get him in the, get the girl get the young lady in the car, and then what he pronounced her is you're a gold digger. The only reason why you was interested now, the only reason why you're interested is you see what I got. You ain't interested in me. You're interested in what I can do for you. Okay. So before gold diggers and all that start happening on YouTube and TikTok or wherever it's at, listen to what? Listen again. Verse 10, and I'm going to open it up. And he said, blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, not gold digger. Okay, because she's already, as Toba said, she's already proven her character. Okay? And well, how did she prove it? Because he said, for thou hast showed more kindness. In other words, you, you. You've been better now. I didn't think it could get any better. You've been better now than you was in the beginning. When I talked about you, when I heard about how you taking care of your mother-in-law, Bo, Bo, Bo is talking now like, girl. And before somebody can write what a man, Bo said, what a woman, what a woman, what a mighty good woman. Okay, so that latter end, then in the beginning, in as much as thou followest not, Young men, Ruth, you could have been going after all these young men, but you you coming after me. Now you done uncovered my feet, and then you said, Big Daddy, can you cover me up? Can you cover me with your skirt? You're talking about a smooth operator. Hey, uh, uh, oh, Ruth, who did she get it from? She got it from Naomi. She got it from Naomi. So you ain't, you ain't follow after the young men. And you ain't chasing, you ain't, her motive wasn't chasing that bag. I know I've used that a few times. But that wasn't her motive, whether poor or rich. Okay? That's verse 10. I think we can get through tonight. But let's open up. Anybody on, anybody on the panel got anything up to this point? I just want to say this is good. I'm definitely enjoying this. We can barely hear you. Are you, uh, are you talking? Is your phone going out? Can you hear me now? Hit me a little better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, well, this, I, I don't lost my words, but good, <laughs> good lesson. Good lesson. Tonight. Well, I, I will say what I was about to say. Um, <clears throat> well, that is true. Definitely living 
in today's world, you have so many, it's absolutely nothing wrong with being independent, but you know, you can stop your, you can stop your blessing from meeting that Boaz and get Bobo because of your foolishness and not, you know, being that soft, humble, um, the woman that, you know, that the Lord has created, created us to be. And one thing about it, like I, like I always say, you know, of course, with a woman, um, you know, you have to know the power that you have, even when it comes down to your, to your husband or, um, you know, whatever. It's just when we have a lot of power that we don't, that we don't take advantage of, but um, it's amazing how she had the example. A lot of us, you know, a lot of young ladies don't have that nail. They don't have that example because everybody is that independent or you can do it by yourself. Yes, you want to teach them that so you won't depend on, you know, um, depend on somebody your whole life. But it's who you're talking to. Who's your example? Are you that one to where you're going to run your man? You're going to tell them what they are, what they're not going to do, what they're going to do, what time they're going to come in the house, what time they've been, all, you know, all that foolishness. You can mess up your blessings. So this is, this is, this is good. This is good. That's it. That's it. All right, God bless you, Mother. God bless you. All right, anybody else? Anyone else on the panel before we move on? Okay, listen. Listen now. She done got Bo's attention. All right, and women. My wife just said it. She didn't go into. To, she she didn't. She could have dug a little deeper, but you don't. You a lot of times you don't know your power. Okay, a lot of times you don't know your power, and because you want to be loud. And you want to flex, and you want to, and you think that's going to get the man to do? No, that ain't gonna happen. Not if he's a real man. That ain't gonna happen. You're gonna drive him. You'll drive him farther away than you ever get. Bring him closer, cause you're loud. Okay, and you just got to be, you know, instead of being soft, instead of being, why? Why? why it's funny. You can be nice to your boss, especially if it's a man. You can be nice to your coworkers that are males. You can go to the restaurant and be nice to the waiter that's a male. You can even go to the service station, to the gas station, get gas, and go in there and pay a quick trip and be nice to that man that's taking your gas money. You can be nice to all these people that just took from you. But you can go home, and the one that's, not taking from you, but that's giving and providing and uh, is in agreement with you, you'll treat him like he ain't nothing. You'll disrespect him. You won't honor him. But you'll honor everybody else. And that's why I say it all the time. I think I said it Sunday morning. Don't come into church and want to serve the pastor. Don't want to serve me. But you ain't did right by your husband. You, you ain't served your husband at home. I got a problem with that. Your first ministry, if you're married, your first ministry is to each other, husband and wife. That's your first ministry. Then to your children. Okay? Not your children first. All right? I know a lot of times, you know, I know women love their children. I'm talking about marriage. I know women love their But your first priority is not to your children. It's to your spouse. Okay? Because your children, watch this, this will bless you if you're taking it and don't get mad. Well, you remember if you get mad. I don't care if you get mad. Your children are a temporary part of the household. 
Even though nowadays more kids, me and my wife were just talking about this earlier, more children are staying at home longer because everything is high now. I mean, I mean, high, 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 everything is. But, you know, back in the day when I was coming through, hey, when you turn 18, 19, like I say, me and my wife got married young. You know, by then you, you was up out the house, okay? But you can be nice and supportive to everybody else except for when it comes home, when it comes to each other at home, all right? So while you, you want to serve this and serve on that and do this, that, and other, practice. If I was in church, if I was in action bed, I would say, y'all tell your neighbor, practice. Practice, and this is a challenge to the married couple, in the married couple that's listening tonight. Practice at home. Practice, start tonight practicing. Okay? Uncover his feet. Tell him, baby, can you cover me up? And they often do that. You can't be on the whole other side of the bed. I'm talking to you married folks. You that ain't married, don't ask nobody to cover you up. Okay, unless it's your mama or your daddy. Okay? But you got to be close. Okay, in order, for, in order for Boaz to cover Ruth, she had to be close enough. Oh, Lord, Jesus, I'm giving out. These are free nuggets tonight. You got to be close. Don't be on the other side of the bed, especially if you got a king side bed like I got. Don't be on the other side of the bed talking about, baby, can you cover me? Yeah, I got to get up, walk around this big bed and cover you with your own cover. But if you get close enough, see, some of you probably need to downsize your beds. You got that king and that extra king. You got a king, king size bed. Get you a little twin bed. Get you a, get you a, a full size so you can be closer. And that's what I was saying. That was my point. I was making children are a temporary part. Eventually, the way it's supposed to be, if they do it the right, you know, traditionally, they're going to get married. That's what you want them to do if, they, if that's what they desire. And they're going to get out the house. That's what you want them to do. Now, if hard times happen, they may come back. Okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. You, know, you leave the right way. My dad and mama always told Omar, you leave the right way, you can always come back. I never had to. I left the right way. But thank God I never had to come back. I, once I stood on my own, by the grace of God, 20-something years, I've been standing on my own. Never had to go back. Matter of fact, I took care of me and my wife took care of my mama, okay, for a period of time, okay? But your children are a temporary part. And as Google and that's my baby, they're going to be eventually, your children going to get on your nerves. They're going to do some stuff they didn't, you didn't train them to do. They're going to have their own mind. They're going to go out, and they, if possible, they may, you know, have some issues. It's a possibility. They ain't talking about the worldly kids. I'm talking about you church kids. Going to have some issues. Okay? And now all the kids out the house, but because you and, 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 and Buki, because y'all ain't shared time with each other, now y'all sitting there looking at each other like, what do we do next? Because all your effort and time went into the children. Everything, you, well, children got this, children got that. And y'all never took time to refresh each other. You never took time. You invested so much into the children. I'm not saying don't. God knows me and my wife and, and those are praying time that I already know how we are with our children. But I make it an effort as the husband, as the, as the man of my house. I make it an effort a couple of weeks ago. I said, I told my wife, I said, well, we ain't been nowhere by ourselves in about a year. 
And normally every couple of months we do something. But just the past year financially, we just had to, I had to watch some things. So I, I, we're going to still do our normal vacations, but how we normally get together, and me and you just go, we, I just got to watch some stuff for now. I took her, took her up to um, Helen, Georgia. We had a little break here when that counted, school break. Said, me and you getting away. I don't care, care what nobody say. Don't care. We going to leave children. Somebody, uh, Zach going to stay home. Mari going to stay home, this, that, and the other. They going to watch you. Me and you getting away. I'm leaving my phone in the car. She had her phone, but I left mine in the car. Said, hey, two days up in the mountains just enjoying each other, and it wasn't expensive. One expensive. She paid for a night. I paid for a night. We went in together, and I think I paid for all the food, praise the Lord. <clears throat> but we went in, shared, and just had ourselves a great time investing, watch this, in each other. Investing in each other. Women, ain't nothing wrong. Ain't, as you see what Naomi, uh, Ruth, do, ain't nothing wrong with you surprising him, son. Who, who, told you, who told you he only had to surprise you? Who told you that? Ain't nothing wrong with you taking him out some. Who, who told you he had to be the only one? Especially if you got a little change. You really want that man to, you really, you really want to get it? Look at what Naomi did. All right, let me get through here. Okay. Verse 11, I'm going to read it on now because I want to be through with this tonight. Then I open it up. And now, my daughter, fear not. I will do to thee all that thou requirest. Listen, women. Listen. A man will work three jobs if he needs to. He'll work four jobs. He'll work in his sleep. He'll find a job that he can sleep but still make money. If you treat him right, make him feel like he's the king. Make him feel like he, outside of Jesus, he's, he's the only man in your life. Outside, under Jesus. Way under Jesus. But it's him. Make him feel like that. And I don't care how, save how much you speak in tongues. There's some things that your husband can do for you that Jesus ain't going to do. Okay? There's some things. Listen to me. Listen to me. I got the clothes, but listen. Okay, how much you speak in tongues? And run around the church and fall out. Stop falling out, first of all. Keep running, but stop falling out. Stay woke. Stay sober. Stay vigilant. But I don't care how much you do all that. There's some stuff that only your husband can do that not even Jesus will do. Jesus is a rock in the rear land, but if you got a husband, your husband should be rocking you when you're in the rear land. Lord, help me tonight. Lord, Lord, okay. This cause shall a man leave his father and mother, cleave to his wife. They twain shall be no more twain but one flesh. Okay? This cause is a marriage is there for a reason. Paul wrote and told him, said, to abort fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Lord, I, I don't make me. I teach a marriage counseling ministry in five minutes. And then Paul told him, said, except you get permission, you don't hold yourself from your husband, from your wife. Except you get permission to give yourself to pray and fasting. Here you are, the pastor done told you to, uh, the church going on a fast. And your husband didn't go to church that day. And your husband, he, he, he want to fast, all right. He want to do some stuff quick fasting in a hurry that night. And here you telling your husband, now the pastor said we got to fast, and I'm, I'm holding myself for the Lord. You and that pastor going to be in trouble. 
You don't even, you, unless you get permission from your spouse, that's what Paul said, okay? Not your pastor. Your pastor shouldn't run your house. Your pastor shouldn't run your bedroom. I don't care what the pastor called. You check and confirm with your spouse to make sure that man or that woman could have been thinking about you all day. They can't wait to get home because they got you on their mind. But here you're going to tell your spouse what the pastor said. You and the you all right. You clear it with your husband. You clear it with your wife. Okay? The, Paul said so that the devil don't, so you don't fall into temptation for your incontinency, meaning lack of self-control, lack of discipline. Now you're doing something, you, you, you cause your spouse to do something that they shouldn't be doing because you've given yourself to God. Don't give yourself to God. Give yourself to me, and I give you to God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I almost spoke in tongue. I ain't got nobody to interpret it here, though. Okay? Don't give yourself. I give you to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Minister to me. You want to minister to God? Minister to me. Okay? Lord, help me. I got people people texting me. Lord, Lord. All right, let me get through here. The saints, the saints are up. The saints are up. It's good tonight. All right? Boaz said, girl, what do you want? Verse 11, and now my daughter, fear not. I'm protecting you. I'm bringing provision. He said, I will do to thee all that thou require. You want, you want some stuff? You want your man to do some little stuff? <laughs> Law, uncover his feet and say, cover me, big daddy. Cover me. And watch what that man will do. You need some new hair? Talk to that man. Make him feel like you, you can't get to hell. You need him to get to hell for you. You need your toes done? Talk to him. You got more jam in your toes than, than, than oh, strawberry? Amen. Hey, you need your, your, your nail? And y'all got to remember, men, and you got to know your husband. I'm going to close this in a minute, but I'm out here now. Women, know your husband. Know what, what your husband is attracted to. Know what your husband likes. You've been with this man and you don't know what he likes. You better ask him. I'm talking about your roof. Ask him. Baby, what are you attracted to about me? What do you like to see me in? What do you like to see me wear? You want me, you want me to put on a cowboy? Uh, you want to play cowboys and Indians? You tell that man, you start telling that man like that, he'll get up extra early to go to work. You don't have to worry about it. If you learn how to talk, he said, what you want? Bobo, Bo said, he said, Ruth, what you want, girl? What you want? I'm giving you everything you ask for. Yeah, that man wants you to, to put on some high heels and sing Yankee Doodle, went to town, riding on a pony, stuck a feather in his head and called him macaroni. If that's what your man wants, then you Yankee Doodle yourself throughout. Make sure the children sleep. You don't want to scare the children. But Yankee do to yourself whatever. Make that man feel like, baby, I'm yours. We know you belong to the Lord, but let that man make him feel like you belong to him. It ain't Sunday morning. It's nighttime. You know what they say. You know the nighttime is the right time. Oh, Lord, let me get through here. I got people. Woo. He said, whatever thou requirest. Boom talking. 
For all the city of my people doeth know that thou art a virtuous woman. Who can find a virtuous woman? I think that's over in Proverbs 31. Uh, Proverbs something. Okay, somewhere in Proverbs 12 or somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere in Proverbs. And now it is true that I am thy near kinsman. Listen at both talk. Howbeit there is a kinsman nearer than I. Listen at Bo. Watch Bo. Because Bo know, Bo know the tradition. Bo, Bo lets her know. Now, before, before I can really clamp, before I can clamp you down, before I can really give you my name and folk know you belong to me, I got to do some, I got, I got to do it the right way. Hey, there is one that's a, that's a, near, that's a little nearer than me. Maybe this was Elimelech's uh, brother, maybe a brother or uh, you know, a younger brother or a closer relative than um, Boaz. So listen at this. Okay, so now it's true, verse 12, thou, I am thy near kinsman, howbeit there is a kinsman nearer than I. Listen at Bo talk, verse 13. Tarry this night, and it shall be in the morning. He said, wait tonight, but in the morning, that if he will perform unto thee the part of the kinsman, then well, he said, now this other family member, if he will do it, then well. He says, let him do the kinsman part. But Bo keeps talking. But if he will not do the part of a kinsman to thee, then will I do the part of a kinsman to thee. As the Lord liveth, lie down until the morning. Listen at this. Oh, the saints, oh, they text it. <laughs> Verse 14. And she late, oh, God, Lord, come on. Come on, Sister Ruth. Come on, Sister Ruth. Listen at 14. I got to close, y'all. We, we passed time. We passed time. And she lay at his feet until the morning. I don't know if his feet was thinking or what. She's, I don't care. I don't know. He may have had crusted toe. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. My wife would tell you, and in between me and her, she know what I like. And the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. But my wife know what I like. And it ain't for everybody else to know. She know. She know what. Hey, praise the Lord. Let me get through here. And she lay at his feet until the morning. Wow. And she rose up before one could know another. And he said, I mean, she got up early. Before you, you recognize where you're at and what you're doing. Let it not be known that a woman came into the floor. That's what Boaz tells her. Also, he said, bring the veil that thou hast upon thee and hold it. So I ain't going to let you go. I got to give you something to remember me by. I ain't going to let you just go empty-handed. Lord bless his name. I ain't going to let you go empty-handed. I got to give you something to, I got to give you what we would call a pardon gift. And when she held it, verse 15, he measured six measures of barley and laid it on her as she went into the city. Said, girl, hey, uh, here's enough for breakfast, lunch, dinner, a snack, a midnight snack if you need it, and, and some just, I'm going to give you enough to hold you over till we meet again. You're talking about season's greetings. You're talking about tis the season to be jolly. 
This man said, I'm going to give you enough to hold you till I see you again. I'm going to treat you. I'm going to rock you. I'm going to do you the right way because of what you've already shown, your character, your virtue. I'm going to give you enough to hold me. I'm going to miss you, but I got some business. Okay? Don't don't step in the way of your man's business. He got some business he got to tend to. He got to make sure it's right with God. And women of God, if you got a man that goes before God, you got to honor that. You got to honor that. So he said, tonight, you just stay here and sleep. And she stayed at his feet. He had to make sure things was in order. Verse 16, and when she came to her mother-in-law, she said, who art thou, my daughter? In other words, how are you? How you doing? Girl, you got all this barley. How you doing? And she told her all that the man had done to her. Man, you know you're doing right when she go talk about you. When she talk about you to her family. When she talk, let me, let me put it this way, talk good about you. Talk good about you to her, her friends. Talk good about you. But women, be careful who you talk to about your spouse, good or bad. Be careful. And she said, these six measures of barley, I'm closing here, gave he me. He put a ring on it, for lack of a better word. For he said to me, go not empty until thy mother-in-law. Don't you go home empty. But I want to give you something that you can remember me by. That's going to keep you talking about me. That's going to keep me running through your mind. Then an old player say, girl, I know you tired. Why you say I'm tired, Big Daddy? Because I know I've been running through your mind all night. You sure have, Big Daddy. Big Daddy, you, you, uh, I'm tired. You should be tired because you've been running through my mind, and I couldn't sleep. If you learn how to talk to him. Then she said, sit still, my daughter. Listen at, listen at Mama again. Listen at, at, at Naomi. Then she said, sit still, my daughter, until thou know how the matter will fall. What matter about the next kin? So she says, sit still. Let's be quiet. Let's, 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 let's hold our horses until we know. Because rightfully so, this next kin, if he decided that he wants to take the kinsman, then it's rightfully his opportunity first. So let's sit still till we find out what the outcome is. Okay. For the man will not be in rest until he have finished the thing this day. She said, you ain't got to worry about both. He ain't going to rest until he find out, until this thing is finished. He's going right to that other cousin, that other brother, whomever he want to find out. He, ain't, he wants to know. He wants to know. You got to tune in next week or next month for Chapter 4. <laughs> To see how it turns out. All right, I done went over time. Uh, anyone on the panel? I know we have the Tobers on the panel. I got my lovely wife. I don't know if anyone else is in on tonight. Uh, hopefully, this has been a blessing to you. Anyone on the panel? You got any any final words for tonight? I'm closing the book. I'm closing it. Anyone on the panel at this time? All right, Pastor. Um, I, I'll step in. I just want to say, man. First off. Great lesson. I mean, you you pretty much then went covering everything from A to Z on this one as far as, you know, <laughs> relationship-wise. We don't know how much we can add to it, you know. Uh, like you said before, man, you, you ain't leave no meat on the bone. So I'm going to just say this a little bit. <laughs> uh, 
I, I'll say that it was a good thing. Um, I think on, on on both ends, you know, uh, definitely Ruth left a uh, lasting impression um, on Boaz. You know, as to where you know he ain't he ain't gonna let this thing go. He gonna he gonna do things the right way, but uh-huh. he's gonna try and you know uh, uh, make sure that he get hurt. But he got to go through. Yeah. Um, proper procedures and stuff like that because they have their own customs, which I think you talk about that next uh, uh, next chapter and stuff in order for it to get get uh, solidified. So you know that's another part. We ain't get much into that, but definitely that's why it's important, of course, to make sure even if the, the man that you that you're dealing with, make sure that, you know, he's in line with God and under subjection to God because he'll do the things that he's supposed to do the right way um, according to God. So that's the, that's another part of it from the man's perspective. You know, make sure, you know, that you, you're going after the right one because the right one has that connection with God, and then you're going to make sure, hey, you know, that everything all right, that we're going we're gonna to make this thing work. And then for her, uh, with, with Ruth, like I say, lasting impression, and she she did what what she was uh, told to do, and and that thing worked. You know, all you got to do is butter a man up and do the little small things, and <laughs> hey, <laughs> and that's it. Just this a whole this a whole lesson in itself on just it's about the simple thing. Men are simple, very simple. Yeah. I know people hear the phrase, but the truth is, men are simple. If, as long as you know what that man like and you do the small things that, that man like, you'll see a completely different person. Like 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 uh you said earlier, he'll do anything, he'll move heaven and earth for you. You know what I'm saying? So uh great um uh, great lesson. And that's all I got. Can't wait for the next go around. and thank you, Pastor. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Anyone else? All right. All right, I know I know my wife and and Sister Tober, uh, Minister Tober, your wife, they've been texting and carrying on, acting up. So we are gonna pray their strength in the Lord. Uh, listen, tonight I, I pray and hope I've enjoyed this. I, I really have, I really have. I enjoyed this. Um, and any teacher, um, any preacher can tell you, you can study, and you should, you, you should study. Um, and use an exegete the text, um, you know, thing, don't eisegete, just, you know, exegete, stay with the text. Um, but when you, a lot of times after studying, when, when you go into it, when the Holy Ghost takes over, okay, that don't mean that don't, that don't neglect you from studying. I mean, we rely on the Holy Ghost, but we got to do our part. And when you when you rely on the Holy Ghost, when he comes in and he gives those extra things that you didn't get in your study time, it's right then and there. And that's what, you know, on tonight, uh, thank you to the panel, uh, my lovely wife, uh, Sister Tobert and Minister Tobert. Uh, thank you all. Uh, Elder Oliver, thank you for allowing us to use your platform. Um, we appreciate you. Um, offering tonight. Uh, we're, we're still working on some things with extended arms. We're getting the catch up and everything switched over, getting that changed. Uh, so uh, the church information for those that would like to give a Tuesday night offering um, to the church, uh, Praise Tabernacle Church and dollar sign PTC 877. Once again, dollar sign PTC 877. 
And may the Lord bless you real good. Remember, women, are you a roof? And to my men, okay, you need to be along the lines of Bo, okay, Bobo, Boaz, okay, not Bozo, not you're not a clown, okay, but but Boaz, you know, have your stuff together, be ready, be ready, okay, and and to my married couples, those that that are, as we say, already married, okay, take care of each other. Take care of each other. The day is going to come. We don't know when it's going to be. But the day is going to come where you won't have each other again. Okay? Bid you die together or you die separately. But the day is going to come. So to the best of your ability, and I know it's hard, and I, I know you're going to, we're going to have moments, days where we can't stand each other. Okay? I, there, there are days I know my wife don't like me. I don't think there's, I know there's never a day that she don't love me, but there are some days, because I got my own little ways, okay? So we are two trying to still come together as one, all right? And there's some days, times I don't like her. Okay? I always love her. And you push push her to push me the wrong way, you'll find out. Okay? Even if, if we, if we uh, see cross-eyed at each other, I ain't going to let you see cross-eyed at my wife, because you know, she's my wife. And I'm a protector. And we've had instances where I say, hey, no, I don't think this person got your best interest at heart. Cut them off. Cut it off. Block them. Delete them. Don't, uh, don't Instagram. Don't, don't whatever that stuff is. Don't Facebook. Don't do nothing until I think they got your best interest at heart. Right now, I don't think they got it. So cut it off. I'm blocking them okay, as her husband, as a protector. All right? So wives and husbands love each other. Okay, love each other, love each other, take care of each other. Okay, take care of each other. While you, you still got health and strength, invest in each other. Take some trips. Okay, take some trips. You're doing all these girl trips. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. You're doing all these women conferences and girl trips, but you you and your spouse, you and your husband won't go. Hey, all right. Okay, same thing to the man. All these boys and these dudes. I, I think you're kind of suspect you always with dudes. Now, I'm putting it out there. You marry, you should be with your wife. I don't mean sometimes you get, like I told y'all, Mr. Toby had his boys with him Sunday. Sometimes it just be me and my boy. But it's going to be, it's very rare you're going to see me with a bunch of dudes too often. And my wife and get my children. That's enough. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. As we leave this service, but never your presence, we pray that, Someone's heart and mind was touched. Someone's heart was convicted. Some couple, some married couple, some wife was convicted. Some husband was convicted on tonight. And feel that burden, that earning in their soul that they haven't did all they can for their spouse. They've held back because of whatever ever issues or what may have happened in the marriage in the past, and they haven't been able to move from it. God, I pray that you give us forgiveness. Touch our hearts and minds that we will love each other, that we will forgive each other and love and protect each other. We thank you for your grace and mercy. And as you have shown us so much, we can't. there's no way we can measure the grace and mercy you've shown toward us. Help us to share some of that grace to each other. Married couples, 
uh, engaged couples, in other relationships, friendship, family relationships. Help us to share that grace and that mercy. Because your word declares that, that if we don't forgive our fellow man, how can we expect our Heavenly Father to forgive us? That's why you, you say in the model prayer, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Or forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass. It's a continual thing as we forgive those who trespass against us. If I forgive my brother and my sister, then that makes me in right standards to be forgiven by you. Thank you. Leave this place and have your presence. Matthew 28, 19 through 20 tells us to go ye therefore. Teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Meet us Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Come early. Come early. Doors open up at 8. Get there early. We're looking at making some, some shifts, some changes to better uh, use full time, uh, better time of, of the three hours we have in, this, in our new facility. Meet us Sunday morning, Simonton Elementary in the cafeteria where we've taken over. Praise Tabernacle Church is in Simonton. God bless you.